Okay, so let's get it rolling. So um, in this episode, I want to talk about the difference between knowing and learning stuff and then implementing. Because it's my belief that we don't have a knowledge problem, we have an implementation problem. We have a problem with not applying the things that we learn. Excuse me, and in today's day and age with the complete saturation of knowledge and value, um, I think it's more important than ever that we apply the important concepts, apply the things that really matter so we can like develop ourselves, okay? So I wanna start with a story. When I was in college, I started to kind of get into the idea of like self-development. I was searching, I didn't have religion, but I was like searching for stuff. I started to kind of think that like, you know, pornography was bad. I tried to drink less, but I didn't know, you know, I didn't really have everything figured out. So I started reading some self-help books. So I read um, David Goggins. I read some Dave Ramsey stuff for like finance. I read Wim Hof, if you guys know who that is, the Iceman. Um, just like, yeah, I didn't really have like a structure, but I knew I was looking for something. So uh, I started getting into it. Now, what happened was I read all these books and self-help books are interesting. They make you feel really good while you read them. Like you get that dopamine rush because when you're reading the book, you're imagining all the good things are gonna happen from you reading the book. So if the book says like, if you can dream it and visualize it, you can achieve anything. And you're like, wow, that feels really good. And you're fantasizing about all the great things like you on the yacht and with all the money. But what happened was I finished reading all these books and then my life didn't change very much. Okay, and I learned a very valuable lesson, which was that the self-help books don't do anything in and of themselves, okay? We can read and get the dopamine rush what, and what people call mental masturbation, this idea where you like read and feel good and feel good and then you don't change anything. So you almost just like sit in your thoughts. And so we want to avoid that, okay? Because I don't care about feeling good as much as I care about like actually accomplishing the things I want. So very important lesson. The, the self-help books lead you to water, they don't make you drink. Okay, so why does this matter? Well, in today's day and age, we have an absolute abundance of like valuable information given to us. One of the reasons is social media. And then one of the reasons is that the way to grow on social media is to give people valuable free stuff and then they develop goodwill towards you and then they're more inclined to buy from you. So if you're a business, one of the strategies you use to market is you give away free stuff they develop goodwill for you and then you drop a product or a marketing campaign and then they buy from you because they feel obligated psychologically because they've received value from you. Okay, so everyone's doing this. And so we're just inundated, we're just bombarded with like valuable concepts and things about developing our skill sets and mindset. It's just everywhere. Okay, but then why is 70% of the US obese? Why is mental health at record rates? Why is 80% of America living paycheck to paycheck if we have all this free knowledge, super valuable stuff given to us? Well, I'll tell you why. Because we don't have a knowledge problem, we have an implementation problem, okay? So I'm gonna teach you guys my five-step framework on how to implement valuable concepts so you can level up, practice what you preach, and get everything you want in life, okay? All right, so let's go over it. Step one of my five-step implementation framework is to receive value. So Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, self-help books, nonfiction books, anywhere you go, you can find valuable stuff, okay? So let's stick with like Instagram. Um, like I said, 
Most businesses, brands, and influencers are giving away free stuff, valuable stuff, so you like them, okay? So let's say you saw a reel and you got some valuable content about um, like developing uh, your morning routine, okay? So it taught you how to like have a good morning routine. And it says, first thing you want to do is get up and go for a walk to get your blood flowing, okay? All right, there's value. There's a whole nother podcast I did about like how, whose authority, whose opinion you should listen to. And uh, let's just say that for the sake of this example, they pass that test, okay? There's someone that you look up to and you think that listening to them will benefit your life, okay? So we're going to try to implement their value. Okay, step two, set up a plan to implement the value. We have to set up a plan. This is going to include some type of goal and some type of daily habits, okay? So it's not enough to just say like, oh yeah, going for a walk in the morning. That would be good. That's not gonna change your life. What we wanna do is say, ah, this person who I look up to just gave me some free advice. I'm gonna heed it and I'm gonna see if it works. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to go for a walk 80% of the days for the next 60 days, which means my daily task every day is to go for a walk in the morning. See how we set a plan? It's got a time period, a duration. We set a goal, but the goal's not too unrealistic. It's not, I'm never missing a day of walking. 80%. We're going to try to hit 80% of the days for the next 60 days. And we're going to see it and then we're going to review. Okay. So that's you setting up the plan. You could do this with logging workouts. Let's say a bodybuilder said it's really important that you log your workouts. And you're like, okay, there's a new concept. Let's try to implement. You could say, well, my goal is to log my workouts for the next 90 days and see if that had a markedly different effect on my progress. And that means the daily task is going to be every time I exercise, we're going to mark it in the notebook. That means I'm going to have to buy a notebook. I'm going to have to get a pen, keep it in my gym bag, and then I'm going to develop the habit of every time I finish an exercise, I write it in the notebook. See, we're like getting really real with it. Okay, so step one, receive the value. Step two, set up a plan and implement the value. Okay, step three, this is really important. Use habit-forming tricks to instill the consistency. You want to make it attractive to do the habit. You want to get, uh, give yourself a reward after you do it, something that spikes your dopamine. So maybe after you do your walk, then you can have your coffee, okay? After you, if you write all your workouts in the logbook, you get to have your BCAAs, okay? Habit-forming tricks, learning how to develop habits is like one of the goaded meta skills, okay? We should all know meta skills, like how to learn quickly, how to develop habits. Those are like things that help you do better. Like they are skills that make you build better skills, meta skills. So um, habit forming is one, Atomic Habits by James Clear, the best book on it. Just study that. That's like your Bible. Well, not really. Second Bible. The Bible is the Bible. But it's so valuable. It teaches you how to, because all of life is habits. So you want to learn how to develop habits efficiently. Okay. One of the ways you do that is you make it attractive. Okay. So let's say we're just still doing the walking one. So yeah. We, uh, we pr- make the habit attractive. So we like, before we go to bed, we set up our walking clothes. So our sweatpants and our shoes and our shirt is like already out next to the door. And we know after we do our walk, we get the, well, what did I say? The coffee, we get the coffee. So it, see how it all makes sense. And then you're, you're, uh, you're forming this habit in a way that's easy. See, there's four parts of a habit. There's cue, craving, response, and reward. Hey, Father Burns. Oh my gosh, nice to see you. So there's four parts of a habit, cue, craving, response, and reward. And they're like levers. And so let's say you're struggling with, we'll take pornography. Let's say we're struggling with pornography. Well, I bet you, I mean, we could call it an addiction, but first we should probably just call it a bad habit. 
and there's four level, levers of the habit. And my guess is when you go and watch websites you shouldn't, you got cued, C-U-E-D, to do that. So maybe like you always end up doing it after work when you're tired and you have nothing to do. It's very common. So we have to change the cue, okay? So we have to make it unattractive. So maybe instead of going, you maybe when you get home, you know, you have to leave your phone in the car for an hour before you go and, you know, do other tasks. So after you leave it in the car for an hour, the cue's been ripped away because you're not home tired with your phone, okay? See how it starts to be like, we want to put the levers in the right direction, okay? And maybe if you don't go on the websites, you shouldn't, you get uh, to have a beer or something. You, you treat yourself, okay? We're trying to train ourselves. Anyway, so step three is use habit-forming tricks to instill the consistency. Make it attractive, get a reward when you do it, okay? Number four, after a period of time, I want you to review whether the implementation of the value is worth it, okay? So maybe you got advice that, oh, I don't know. Well, we're Catholic, so I don't know. Let's say you thought like some spiritual thing. No, that's not a good example. Let's say cold showers, okay? There's some controversy around that. How helpful are they? So let's say uh, you did cold showers for 60 days. And for you, it just didn't really help you. It uh, wasn't your thing. So maybe after 60 days, after your implementation plan, you did it and you're like, you know what? I don't feel that different. I understand some people do, but it just wasn't for me. That's fine. Now you've reviewed it and now you can do it to another piece of value. It probably will, but you know, there are examples where the value doesn't help you. So you like reviewed. That's a really important part. And then number five, you repeat the process for more value. Okay. One at a time. That's a big thing. One skill at a time. Okay. So just imagine, like I talked to hundreds of Catholic men and I could usually give them like one big nugget that's missing in their life. Cause it's not just fitness. Everyone knows that. It's not like, oh, I don't know what to do in the gym. It's like, we all have ChatGPT. We could all figure it out. We all have ChatGPT and YouTube. We could all figure it out. Um, it's deeper than that. And so there's usually big issues that I can be like, this is the issue. So if I say that, if I'm like, stop speaking negatively to yourself, that is an issue that you need to fix. Okay, well, there you just received value from someone you deem as an authority and you can listen to. So you did step one, stop speaking negatively about yourself. Okay, step two, how do you do this? Set up a plan. I'm going to stop speaking negatively to myself for 30 days and I'm going to develop and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write in my journal every night whether or not I completed this. Great. Step three, use habit forming tricks. If I don't speak negatively to myself at the end of the day, I get a beer or I get to smoke a cigar. And uh, step four, determine after 30 days how you feel. If it was good, which I guarantee it is, um, you repeat, you continue the habit, continue the habit. Okay. Guys, this is so important nowadays. Again, because there's so much value thrown at you. And it's how you grow. It's how you grow quickly. Um, you know, for example, I'm actually doing this in my business right now. I just had this happen. So uh, I, I don't gatekeep anything. I'll always share everything with you guys. And so, um, yeah, my business is growing quicker than I kind of expected. And so um, one of my mentors, who is a very successful coach, recommended that I stop taking sales calls and only sell through the DMs. And that's a big change. You guys can imagine, like you can imagine the emotional connection you can develop on a sales call and how that's beneficial for a business compared to just Instagram DMs. Okay. So it was a big change. And I ran through this framework. I was like, well, I respect his authority. He's very successful. So I'll heed his counsel. We will try it. 
And so I set up a plan to implement it. And I said, okay, for the next six months, from February until six months from then, I think I did February 2nd, um, I will only sell through the DMs. And that's scary, but I'm like, I'm going to give it the old college try. It's going to get 100% of my effort. And so if my business plummets, my business plummets. If it skyrockets, it skyrockets, but I will give it my effort. And then I, you know, use habit forming tricks to instill the consistency. So, you know, I make sure that like, it's the first thing I do in the morning is blah, blah, blah. You know, I have all these business things that I do. Now, after six months, I will review. I'll review the sales. I'll review the numbers and I'll be like, was this a good, you know, system to implement? If it is, guys, I progressed right? I learned a new skill. I developed. This is good. And then I'll repeat for the next thing. And so if you want to get ahead in life, the value is all out there. Everything is out there. And I think I've mentioned this in a podcast before, but I really want to drive this home. If you remember nothing, remember this. The world of like business is changed. And now because of social media, the way that businesses market is they, they give for their best stuff out for free. The best stuff, okay? is out there for free. And what that does is it forces everyone who consumes the content to become immediately like psychologically indebted to them. Okay? Cuz if you get something that's super valuable from from a business or a person, you feel almost indebted. You're like, "Oh my gosh, this is so helpful. Thank you." And then what happens? Marketing drops a product or a service and your psychology, just we're human, we feel more obligated to buy. Okay? And that's like the that's like the staple process of content. I do it too. I mean, I give free fitness tips away. Why? Because I know that's going to make people more inclined to buy from me. Okay? Just being honest. And so the point is, is you guys get the best shit for free from everyone, everywhere, whatever you're into. If you're in, Word on Fire, we're all Catholic. The Word on Fire Institute is free on YouTube. Like the myriad of theologians and philosophers that Bishop Robert Barron hired all their best stuff, they just post for free because that, that's how business works now. Now, if they drop a book on like Wives of the Saints, we all, we all go buy it, right? Because we feel indebted. My point is the best stuff, go grab it, pull out the valuable concepts, and then follow this framework to implement. And you'll just skyrocket. You'll just grow so quickly. The best fitness stuff is out there for free. The best business stuff, the best theology stuff. So... Um, it's on you to implement, okay? That's why I would use this framework. So I hope that was helpful, guys. I think that's a big problem in our community. We don't have a knowledge problem. The number of Catholic guys I talk to on the phone who know everything there is to know about Catholicism, and they got no money, they're out of shape, they're broke, they're awkward, they can't talk to women, and they have no self-belief. And it's like, all right, where did we go wrong here, fellas? So we don't have a knowledge problem. We have an application problem. All right, if you got value from this, drop a like. I will be going live five times a week at least, sometimes seven. And uh, if you're a Catholic man who wants to practice what he preaches and wants to join a tribe of other men who think similarly, come join my free community. The link is going to be in the show notes and it's on my bio on Instagram. Catholic men only though. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. I will talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your week and God bless.